Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Tire Power. Think safety this month. Get the five-minute tire safety check at your local Tire Power. Montaigne Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for all your class-leading Kia vehicles and servicing. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! Passade on SENSA Breakfast. Good morning to you. Going for partly cloudy, a top of 19 degrees today. I know you're going to give your nomination a little bit later on for the good stuff, Mark Bickley. Get on the road faster, 13.27.27. I have two very quick ones for you. One of them is former Adelaide United inaugural player, um, Michael Valcanis, has been announced as the assistant manager to John Van Schip over at Ajax. I'm talking one of the biggest football teams in world sport. He's now an assistant coach over in Ajax, which is outstanding. And I think the other nomination for the good stuff should be the Afghanistan Cricket World Cup team at the moment, sitting fifth right now. And they've defeated England, Pakistan and Sri Lanka. And they have a huge match coming up against the Aussies in a few days' time. Actually, to tell us more about it, let's cross to former Test captain and one of our stable mates here at SEN. It's a bit weird that I'm sitting at Rest Point Casino having a look at Mount Wellington while I believe Tim Payne is sitting at the wonderful Salamanca Markets just chilling out and talking on the radio. Good morning to you, Tim Payne. Good morning. How are we, gents? Yeah, very well, Tim. Hey, um, what a game of cricket in the World Cup on the weekend. The Aussies taking on New Zealand sat up and watched yep. it, got down to the last ball. I heard some of the comments you made about Travis Head. Remarkable to think that's his first hit in, uh, well, I think it might have been his third hit. He had two nets, but he just was clean as a whistle. And you think he's the best batsman in, in Australia right now in all three forms of the game? Yeah, I tend to agree with Jared Whateley's comments yesterday. He said he's certainly our most important player. He's, you know, the one who's who's dominant across all three formats at the moment. So, uh, but yeah, it was, it was extraordinary to watch. I'm sure all your South Australian listeners mm. would agree to, to walk in after a broken hand a month off and have two hits in the nets. It was quite extraordinary. I think he missed hit one ball in, in 70 or 80 deliveries and found the boundary at will against who are, you know, a pretty good attack too in New Zealand with Trent Bolt and uh, Henry and uh, Lockie Ferguson, even though he got injured after three overs, although I think he saw the riding on the wall, the big car, and thought, that'll do me. Uh, he's done that a few times, to be honest. But yeah, Hetty was extraordinary. David Warner, extraordinary. And then a little lull in the middle and then a big explosion at the end. So um, yeah, we're playing decent cricket. still think we've got some improvement in us. What did you make of, of the run chase? Because they got awfully close, went right down to the last ball. Do we... A bowling attack, how have you rated it so far? Yeah, they're probably the concern. Um, and I wouldn't have thought we'd be saying that going into the World Cup with Stark, Cummins, Hazelwood, uh, Zampa and a you know a handful of all-rounders that we can throw the ball. But 
Um, I think look, we've been playing on some of the smaller grounds, on some of the better wickets, um, probably barring the game we played against India that spun a little bit. There hasn't been a hell of a lot on offer for the bowlers at all. And as I said, the wickets, uh, the ground, sorry, really small. Outfield's fast, so it can happen. But, gee, I, I think we'd be disappointed that they got anywhere near that total, to be honest. Um, but, you know, there's things to work on. And, um, you know, in the tournaments like World Cups, you don't have to be playing your best cricket the whole way through. You just have to make sure you're building slowly towards the, the business end. And we're right in the mix, which is perfect. And we know... Um, the quality of bowlers we've got in that team, if we have a good day or if we have three of them and have a good day, then we're going to be very hard to beat. Payne, I'm glad we're speaking to you this morning because as a, a keeper yourself, what does this mean for Alex Carey now? We saw the squad come out for the matches um, coming up where Matthew Wade is the, the skipper of the, the T20 side there alongside Josh yeah. as being part of it. Um, so for Alex Carey, if you're in his position, what does he need to do to earn his spot back in the Australian side? Or is it as simple as he just needs to wait for Wadey or Josh Inglis to play a bad game? Uh, yeah, it's probably a bit longer than a bad game now. I think Josh Inglis, whilst I was certainly surprised at the timing of him replacing Alex, I think he's done really well. He does add a, a slightly different dynamic with the bat. He's, he's a slightly more, I guess, powerful player than, than Alex is. But uh, look, I think Kez has just got to put some performances um, back together. He, he's been in a, particularly around the T20 side, he hasn't played a lot of T20 cricket. And I actually texted Tim Nielsen when I did see that he hadn't played and said, does that mean we, we get him for the strikers? <laughs> That'd be handy. Um, be good for Alex as well to get some continuity, um, play a bit more white ball cricket. But obviously, you know, he's the number one test wicket keeper. So I think a lot of the time he's still going to be playing um, away for Australia. So we probably won't see a lot of him uh, in the strikers outfit, which makes it really difficult for him actually to then break back into the 2020 side um, and, the, and the 50 over side. If you're not getting any cricket in those formats to put pressure on, it can be difficult. And, um, that's that's the hardest spot of a wicketkeeper at the moment. But all he can really do is is make it um, every opportunity he does get, whether that's through injury to Inglis or a loss of, or you know maybe in a few months' time Matthew Wade's not playing international cricket, he becomes the backup wicketkeeper uh, in the T20s. And as I said, you take your opportunities, you put pressure on, and um, and things can go your way. But yeah, I think he'd be disappointed with uh, a couple of the last. What teams in 50 over they picked and then to not be in that 2020 squad I think he'd be disappointed but might spur him on to some even better things What about England? Can you make a rhyme or reason of how they've performed oh. at this World Cup? It's been remarkable the drop uh, Yeah it has but the last World Cup they won was four years ago um, that's a long time ago and I think you know, there's a lot of excuses coming out of England. Oh, it's the format. Oh, it's, you know, there's a bit of a split in the team. Oh, there's this, there's that. Sometimes you just got to look in the mirror and say, we're not good enough. We are not playing good enough cricket. Are we out of form or are we just not good enough? Has that team had its use by date? Um, and I think that that's a part of it. I think, you know, they upset their team balance. I spoke about it a lot in the warm-up, in the lead-up to the World Cup when they brought Ben Stokes in. A guy who had played no 50-over cricket for over a year, had retired, had then backed up those comments and said he's not going to be playing one-day cricket. Then they select him out of nowhere. I just think it's made people in that team look over their shoulder, to be honest. I don't think there's there's been a trust in, a, uh, in the selection of that team and people feel completely at ease with that. I think when you pull someone out of the wilderness like that, uh, and guys have dropped out of that thing, I, I think they've created a, an environment where some of them are playing for themselves a little bit. 
Tim. We appreciate your time this morning. As I did mention, I'm in Tasmania at the moment for the Australian Diamonds netball tonight. I've been looking around for the statue of Brent Costello, your co-host from SE Breakfast, <laughs> um, and I haven't found that yet. But it's can I ask a random... Yard, I, think. <laughs> I thought it would be. Is it tradition that there's a beautiful rainbow over Mount Wellington every morning? Because I've just looked oh. out the window and there's another gorgeous rainbow out there. Yeah, I wish it wasn't. It normally means it's also a bit of rain around, but um, no, look, it's a picturesque town, Hobart. There's no doubt about that. I just wish it was a little bit warmer, which is um, part of the reason why I'm looking over to, looking forward sorry, to getting over to Adelaide at the end of this month, get a bit of sun, and uh, makes it a little bit easier to get out of bed than the frosty cold mornings, although it does look lovely with the, uh, with the rainbow. We are looking forward to having you, and you know that uh, 28 degrees is hot in Tasmania. Wait till you get to the uh, 43 <laughs> degrees during our summer for the BBL. Yeah. So we appreciate your oh, time, exactly. mate. Thank you so much. No worries. Look forward to catching up with you then. Tim Payne joining us there. Wonderful to have him, not just a part of the SEN family picks, but also with the Adelaide Strikers moving into the BBL. Uh, the women having another win over the weekend at home too. And then the, the women's strikers in the WBBL actually moved to their stadium series now. So they're going to be playing at Adelaide Oval against the Scorchers on the weekend, I believe. So that is going to be a celebration of women's cricket. And we will keep you up to date with the Men's World Cup, which it makes fascinating viewing because Australia, as you said, we play England. Yep. You never know what's going to happen there. Like, England are, England are horrible at the moment, but they may play well against Australia and get themselves up for that. It could come down to, I never thought I'd hear myself say this, it could come down to Australia versus Afghanistan to actually see who sits in that fourth spot. And it's not a pushover. Like, no. Rashid Khan and, and you know, some really good players now who, who play so much more international cricket than uh, what they used to. They are they are doing very well. So that's what Australia be hoping to do. Put this to bed, smoke England, just make their uh, World Cup even worse, uh, and then yeah, continue to build. In actual fact, Australia performing much better has breathed real life into this tournament. I think there's mm. now, you know, we know India have been great. South Africa, there's a huge match coming up uh, with them. They play India in the next match. Uh, you've got Australia and, and New Zealand certainly. Uh, sort of still in that mix as well. So starting to, you know, as Tim mentioned just then, it's not a, it's a long tournament. And as you get closer to the end, that's when the action starts to happen. 13 minutes past eight. Uh, send us in a text too. A Signet Boost Power Bank will be the prize for the text of the day. Keep your phone, tablet and earbuds powered. 24-7. If you do want to text us, our number 0427154166. It's SENSA.